Welcome to the Zenith Podcast, where we explore a variety of topics to help us climb to the heights of humanity to be the best humans we can be. Please like and subscribe and visit zenithministries.com for more of what we offer. Hey, welcome back. Thanks so much to everyone who's listening to the Zenith Ministries podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jennifer Boff, the founder and executive director of Young Catholic Professionals. And we'll tell you more about that in a minute. I just want to first welcome you, Jennifer. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Good, good. Well, for those of you who don't know, I have uh, Jennifer uh, joining us. Like I said, she's with Young Catholic Professionals. She founded it and she's going to speak with us uh, this week. Uh, and this is a title that I came up with. I call it Bring God to Work, uh, Living a Christian Life While at the Workplace. Thank you. So that is the uh, the topic today. Just, you know, kind of being a, a good Christian, even though you're in the, the secular working world that isn't always seeming to be Christian. Uh, it's kind of bringing God, you know, into that. And so I have here, um, because we're talking about the professional world and, and working and whatnot, I, I figured I would read your bio off of LinkedIn. And and so I have here that you are the founder and national executive director of Young Catholic Professionals. You received your Bachelor's of Science in Marketing from Trinity University, an MBA from Texas A&M, worked for Merrill Lynch in the Global Wealth Management Practice, earning Series 7 and 66 licenses, and for FTI Consulting in the Corporate Restructuring Practice, passionate about encouraging a culture of Catholic community in all aspects of our lives, especially in the workplace. That's so impressive sounding. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. It was, it's been quite the journey, but it's, yeah. it's been a great ride. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, so you've been, you know, uh, Catholic, you've been Christian in, in the workplace. So you have uh, experience with that. Um, but we, you also have founded this organization. So there's so much, so much to talk to you about, but first let's, let's talk about YCP and like, can you kind of share with us like what that is and, and what the goal of YCP is? Absolutely. So young Catholic professionals or YCP, as we call it, is a national ministry for young Catholics in their twenties and thirties. And it's really an avenue for them to learn about who they are post-college to really find the support of community and to feel a sense of a calling to bring their faith into daily life. And that includes the workplace. You know, we spend a whole lot of our time at work in our 20s and 30s. It's something that's important to us. And so, you know, that's really how we are uh, attracting a lot of a lot of people into the fold and providing them a real, real practical support, you know. So um, everything from what it means to have a Catholic identity, what it means to defend it and to witness to it in, in your workplace, you know, how to find like-minded peers who can encourage you. We also provide access to mentors and people who can give you guidance and, and support. So the community piece of it is really important. And then there's really this charge to be different. You know, you're not supposed to be like the guy sitting next to you at work. You have a special calling <laughs> as yeah. a Catholic. And that is to give glory to God in everything that you, you're doing through your work and also to witness to your faith through evangelization. 
And so we have a whole bunch of programs and events. We do this in cities nationwide. We're in 28 different cities. Wow. And we're awesome. providing this kind of real life support. Well, 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 well done. That is amazing. And that's so, so needed in the world today because so many people kind of forget who they are or never really learned who they are, their identity, especially as a, as a Catholic uh, Christian. And they just kind of get thrown into it, you know, and they have these, you know, these uh, desires, we can even say goals, you know, that they go after, but they're, they don't match up with who they really are supposed to be, like that identity that you mentioned and seeking the things that they really should be seeking that would lead them to authentic happiness. So it sounds like you guys are doing quite a service. Well, thank you. And I mean, just the response has been amazing just to see how many people's lives are being changed. I think that's what keeps us going. You know, it's a, it's a simple concept, but I think it's the invitation to, to kind of return to a person's roots, you know, or if they haven't been Catholic, yeah. Um, to invite them to get to know it and yeah. to know the real home for all of us. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I, I think it's just amazing to see how something so simple can have such a profound impact on someone's life and really change the way they see the world. I mean, we almost liken it to putting on a new set of glasses and you really see, see things differently. Absolutely. When, yeah. When you're guided by faith. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I live in Atlanta and so I've been to, a few of the meetings, I think you guys opened up a chapter here yes. two years ago, right around the time I started Zenith. And you yes. were gracious enough to, to speak with me then right at the beginning there. And it it's awesome. Just, you know, people who kind of work out in, in the world, you know, coming, kind of like coming together and just be reminded that, hey, there are people who think like me out there uh, and then also receive, you know, solid wisdom from those who kind of know, know more and have been there and done that type of thing. It's been, it's been really cool to participate in those. I'm so glad it's been helpful to you. Yeah. I mean, I think you said it perfectly. It's really about this, this community of belonging, you know, mm -hmm. our workplaces can be so lonely, you know, so yeah. isolating. And so if you don't have a, a faith-based community, you, you really can be thrown out on your, on your own. And, and we're not meant to be on our own in this life. You know, we're, we're, we're meant to be in community. We're meant to support and love each other. And so it's, you know, that's a huge piece of what we do is it's just simply linking people up together. Boom. That's awesome. And I, I know that loneliness as an entrepreneur, you know, so it's, it's definitely good to, to be linked up with people. Yeah. So what, what is that? I think you've kind of touched on it, but like, what was your personal inspiration for starting YCP? You know, I was, I was raised Catholic, but I, I really kind of, I did late RCIA. So I actually did it in high school. My mom came back to her faith. And so, you know, it wasn't well done at the church um, that I, that I was at. So my, so I was Catholic, but it was very, very surface level, you know, mm -hmm. very arm's length. Um, you know, so in, in college, I actually, I did go to Sunday mass every week, but Again, it wasn't something that I took ownership of, um, and it really wasn't until I graduated from, from grad school mm -hmm. and had time off in between grad school and starting a consulting job. Okay. It was literally like so clear that this was the time giving, God was giving me to, to 
finally figure out who I was as a person of faith. And there actually was a moment, you know, it was, it was sort of this moment within this bigger moment of, of soul searching, but there was actually a, a particular moment of grace, just tremendous um, outpouring of God's mercy upon me. And, and uh, just this sense that I was, I was getting going on a great adventure and that he wanted me to really embrace my Catholic identity and the word that sticks out, in, you know, when I remember that moment mm-hmm. is that I wanted to be an authentic Catholic. I remember okay. the word authentic. Yes. So, so that was really the moment of, of inspiration. And the, from there, just started reading about the saints, going to yeah. daily mass, you know, reading encyclicals. And I was like, this is incredible stuff. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. I just couldn't get enough. And I had this upcoming job, you know, a few months out and I was meeting other young people in Dallas. Dallas is a city that's very sort of young professional hustle and hustle yeah, sure. and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to all these people about my faith that I was rekindling and people kind of looked at me a little shocked, but then they wanted to know more. Wow. To me, that was the light bulb moment that there are young people out there who do want the answers to the deep questions in their heart, Mm -hmm. but they don't know where to go. And so that was the impetus for getting this going. And long story short, ended up quitting the consulting job to devote my full-time effort to this. Wow. Okay. And so was there any overlap in the the consulting job and YCP or was it just like... Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I was actually at that firm for eight months while sure. YC. Cool. So, you know, people who are in the consulting world right now, I, I relate to you because <laughs> uh, it's not it's not an easy environment. So I I was in the thick of it there for, okay. for about eight months. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Okay. And then I love what what you said, like authenticity. Like that yeah. is that is powerful. And even people who are you know, strictly only in the business world are starting to use that word a lot and saying like, to be a good leader, you have to be authentic. You have to really speak from the heart. And so that's cool that 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 God kind of put that on your heart and, you know, led you, you know, as you were a young, you know, professional, didn't have years of experience yet. And it was already kind of ingrained in you. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And that's, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, it's, it's divine intervention. Absolutely. it's nothing I came up with, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he certainly planted this on my heart and, um, gave me the fuel to keep going. Sure. Beautiful. And that, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, you know, that can kind of tie into the topic today and like bringing God to work, you know, and how he'll help you and he'll put things in your heart and he'll let you know what, like, they give you a word that you need to focus on or you know, exactly You've given mm-hmm. us like a live, live example of, of that. But, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about the topic, what, what has your experience been in the past with being a, a Catholic or a Christian at work? Yeah, I think it's tough. You know, I, I think I was the only real practicing, I definitely the only practicing Catholic and at least, you know, the only kind of vocal Christian in my particular office. Uh-huh. Um, I, I even had an image of divine mercy on my desk and I, I would get lots of 
questions about that, some ridicule. Sure. Oh, um, wow. No, I would choose to walk across the street to go to the daily mass around noon and, you know, and people call me church girl. I mean, <laughs> stuff. so, I mean, it, it certainly is, is difficult, but then at the same time, um, there were people that wanted to talk to me because they sure. could tell that I was a little bit different, you know, mm -hmm. and so I would go out of my way to get to know people individually, but it, it's tough. You know, I think that in, in consulting, at least there's this culture that you have to sort of be tough. You have to, you have to kind of use tough language. You know, you have to, especially as a female in consulting, you have sure. to um, present yourself as assertive, aggressive to kind of, you know, um, you know, be in, in mm -hmm. uh, keeping with the guys there. So it's, you know, there's a lot of posturing in the professional world and mm -hmm. kind of a lot of, you know, these ridiculous expectations of doing your time, meaning you have to stay at the office until 2 a.m., even if you're not really sure. on anything. Yeah. That's viewed as, as you know, cool. And, you know, it, it, it was very challenging. And so I did at the time feel very isolated. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. it felt... Um, like I was almost on an island mm -hmm. <laughs> and that it just couldn't really find people I could relate to. And also that I just really wasn't, wasn't sure that this is where I was supposed to be. So, mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was tough. And I, I, you know, I think that that's the experience of a lot of, of people at work today. They either feel lonely, mm -hmm. um, maybe even with the whole hybrid working situation, they're not in touch with a lot of other people, you know, if they're working remotely, and then also just not sure if this is where God is calling them to be. So this is kind of how we help our our members is navigating a lot of these real life things that they're dealing with. Sure. Because, you know, a lot of questions come up when things aren't fun and you're yeah. like going, yeah. you're going through a struggle like that. And you feel super alone yeah. and then you, you start to question so much. So it's right. good to help provide people with answers and yeah. help, or at least help them find the answers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, sure. And that, that's, that's definitely relatable, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, so what are some principles that people who, who work out in the world uh, should keep in mind as they navigate work and that like navigate maybe even, you know, people calling them, you know, church girl or church boy, or even yeah. being even meaner. I've heard stories of people being meaner than that. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but still that's maintain their, honest. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's like a, it's like a badge of honor, you know? Yeah, church. exactly. Yeah. You get t-shirts made like I'm church girl. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I, I do have some tips and I'll, I'll just start with a, a quote from scripture from Colossians. Oh, perfect. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as though you were working for the Lord and not for yourselves. Remember that the Lord will reward you. You will, you will receive what he has kept for his people for Christ is the real master you serve. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just so important to remember that we're here to honor God, not man. And, you know, everything that we do in our, our daily lives at work has to, has to have that orientation. And yes, we treat others with a tremendous amount of love and respect, but it's because we love God, you know, and, mm -hmm. and that's first. And so I think that helps when you're just kind of, dealing with so much as a young person at work, you know, it's tough when you feel like you have to choose between honoring man and honoring God. And sometimes you feel like you're honoring man and then you feel like your faith is second. No, you've, what I've learned from this YCP experience is you really have to put God first and everything mm -hmm. else, you know, really will fall into place. So I have a couple of just tangible tips. One in terms of maintaining your, your Catholic identity at work, um, you know, little things like 
having a little statue of a saint or, you know, a little, a little cross at your desk, you know, having little prayer cards. I know some people, my coworker has reminders to pray set in his calendar to, to oh, sure. throughout the day. Um, and then if you can, you know, get to a, a daily mass, if you have that ability sure. you know, that's yeah. close to you, but all of these little things kind of help you. We had one YCP speaker who said that as he went up the elevator to his office, he would say a specific set of prayers for the day, like, you oh, know, nice. And then as he's leaving the office, going down the elevator, going home again, like the set of prayers, thanking God for everything he's, you know, done for the day and mm. asking God mm -hmm. for mercy. That's awesome. He could have done yeah. better. So, you know, we are sensory people, tangible people. Yes. So I think we should use those things. If there's a specific door that you go through when you enter work, have that be your reminder to say, dear mm. Lord, you mm -hmm. know, be with me this day as I, and all the people that I encounter help me to serve you in every moment, you know? Um, so I think those little things help, you know, in terms of community, I, I think it's important that we as, as Christian people foster community. We don't wait for others to do it for us. And so I think at your workplace, be someone who's connecting others, be someone who's creating community, be someone who reaches out and, you know, asks about a person's weekend mm -hmm. and, and engage, because if we wait for others to do it, um, it may not happen. And so that's mm -hmm. what God is calling us to do right now. And it can be a real way to add to your workplace culture. Um, and then the last thing is just sort of a call to action. You know, we're at, we, our purpose at work is to serve God, like I said, that's through our work and through the, you know, doing our work as best as we can, but it's also where we're supposed to evangelize and witness. Sure. So we do really have to hold ourselves to a higher standard and yeah. kind of be thinking about that just as much as we're thinking about everything else at work. And then I'll say, if you feel like your work compromises your faith in any way, you have to switch jobs. Mm. So it's that constant balance of, you know, maybe I'm here at this work even if it's not an ideal scenario, maybe mm -hmm. God has me placed here to be his special light and his witness. But through prayer, if you realize that it's getting to the point where you're have, having to cross the line and, and sort of compromise your morals, I really do think you have to switch because, um, you know, our whole point on this earth is to get to heaven. Sure, exactly. <laughs> so um, that, that would be some of the, some of the tangible tips I could offer. But what if you're making just tons of money, Jennifer? <laughs> <laughs> There's mean, an out there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not going to get you to heaven, Tom. Absolutely. That's so good. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and I, I love the, what you said about, you know, building community, you yeah. know, evangelize just by yeah. being a great person and loving the people who you're around. I, I heard a story the other day of, of someone, he, he worked at Target and and he went in every day and said, you know, I'm just going to be, and he actually he felt called by God to do this. He said, I'm, I'm going to be just encouraging and loving towards everyone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, just build them up, focus on them. Mm -hmm. And he, he just said that, you know, first he, he worked at this workplace that was, you know, kind of toxic a little bit, you know, there's a lot of judgmental, you know, things being said, people were, you know, gossiping, saying unkind things. And he said, he saw, the community there kind of change like yeah. the more positive and encouraging yeah. he was cool. and he actually ended up being offered a promotion that was a, 
Yeah, because of it, because they they saw how much of an impact he was having. So yeah. there there are other positive things that can happen there too, just from totally. yeah. And I I think you know God gives us so many windows too, like because he was that person you described is mm-hmm. so friendly and so inviting. I bet you he's had deeper conversations with exactly. his coworkers yeah. about faith. You know, so I think that's the thing too is we can't just keep it at that friendly surface level. We actually do have to go deeper when God gives us those opportunities and those moments. Um, because I think otherwise we just fall into this trap of just sort of easy love <laughs> yeah. rather than, you know, what is the ultimate good for somebody is, is, is to know that God loves them and to love him in return. So, you know, I think we just, that that's why we have to be constantly in discernment mode and kind of open to the Holy spirit. Yeah. Being open to the Holy spirit is huge. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my favorite question you know when you're in an interview and they say okay do you have any questions for us my favorite (laughs) question to ask is always like okay yes uh what what does success look like here at your you know office and how do you measure that but just just to kind of put that to you what does success look like for a christian in the workplace okay i hope you don't mind that i have all these quotes but i really can't wait yeah the saints um so saint john bosco says all for God and for his glory. Whatever you do, think of the glory of God as your main goal. So, oh. I mean, success in the workplace is glorifying God. Mm, and yes. That it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire or a, you know, doorman. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's really serving God and I yes. think it it that's that's the top thing. And then here's just a funny quote that I love from Mother Angelica. <laughs> I love she her. Says, the Lord God has no one else but you. You better get off your lead bottoms and go out there and change this pagan world. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I think success in the Christian workplace looks like serving God and, mm. and having his glory be the main goal and mm-hmm. getting off our bottoms and doing something yeah. to his love. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And that's going to, you know, and we think of these, you know, and think, okay, that's going to, you know, do make me do better in the workplace, but no, what it's going to do is it's going to make us happier too. Mm-hmm. Like getting, I don't know what lead bottoms are, but getting off of those <laughs> and going out and, and really doing something and doing it, you know, not just for self indulgence or, you know, bettering yourself or even your family, but just really make things better for the world. Like that's going to make you happier. And that's yeah. perfect. I mean, we're all craving meaning in our lives. Amen. Yeah. There's nothing more meaningful than knowing that God mm-hmm. has us on a mission. And and we all have that mission. It, you know, it's mm-hmm. to witness to him. And Amen. the workplace needs it desperately right now. I yeah. Mean, desperately. You know, and, and so what a great mission to be an ambassador for him in in our particular place of work. I mean, that changes the game when you yeah. know that that's what you're called to do from, mm-hmm. you know, nine to five is is not just do emails and spreadsheets and calls. It's it's literally to be his ambassador. I Amen. mean, so cool. And that it, it makes it more invigorating. Like it's yeah. you get more energy from that. Absolutely. And but, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit, you know, joking even about, you know, you know, working just for the money. And then you mentioned that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire or a dormant, but, you know, keeping that in mind, like, is it okay? Because this is a question that a lot of people have. Do you think it's okay for Christians to be wealthy? 
Absolutely. I do. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this young Catholic professionals ministry probably wouldn't be here without some extremely wealthy people. Sure. I, actually, absolutely. Chosen, chosen to invest in a, in a, an apostolate, you mm-hmm. know? And, and so, I mean, think of all the beautiful churches in Rome, think of all the Catholic charities and mm-hmm. all of the Catholic schools that have been mm-hmm. funded by these incredible benefactors. So wealth in and of itself is, is not a bad thing, but it's what mm-hmm. we do with it. You know, Amen. God tells us to be stewards of, of the gifts he's given us. Mm-hmm. It's a great responsibility. And so uh, I think, I think we don't realize how much in a sense he, he asks us to be a collaborator with him, God. And it's, it's just Amen. an incredible yeah. honor but it's, it's not something that we can take lightly. So, you know, wealth in and of itself is not bad. So much good has come from it, but mm-hmm. we have to be very careful that we're not seeking that as a false God. Yes, exactly. And that, and St. Paul says somewhere in his letters, uh, it's, it doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. It's, it's the love of money. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I think about that too. Like if all the Christians and all the Catholics were poor, and then all the people who weren't, you know, striving to be, you know, live that life were the ones with money. Like, where would our society be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, when you're in a position position of influence, you can employ other people. You know, you can you can influence the a whole work culture with your Catholic values. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I think it's a it's a good thing. It's it's all just about again prudence. To yeah. Amen. Rightly. Okay, so I'm gonna work on prudence, definitely. That's a good okay. that's a good reminder. <laughs> um, but so I guess that kind of ties in. Have you ever had uh, a situation where you needed prudence where you had to kind of work through a difficult situation to navigate in the workplace as a Christian? Yeah, yeah. So my very first job out of undergrad, this was before I went to grad school. I, I did have an interesting situation. I was actually working for a person um, in this particular investment mm-hmm. firm that I was at, who was also a member of the church. Um, mm-hmm. So he he was a financial advisor, but also, you know, part of the church. But it was challenging for me because sometimes he would ask me to, you know, say things to clients. I was his, his uh, client associate mm-hmm. that were, weren't exactly honest. And so, you know, he, Either he wasn't, didn't want to speak to them at that moment or, and so I just found myself having to kind of massage the truth in small ways. And I realized, you know, you can, you can definitely as a person become comfortable with sort of fudging mm-hmm. things and white lies. And, and even if you're doing it on somebody else's behalf that you think is a honorable, good person, you know, and mm-hmm. so I found myself in this difficult situation of feeling uncomfortable um, and feeling like I was sort of compromising a bit of who I was. And I think I wish that I had more confidence in that moment mm-hmm. to speak to him and ask if there might have been a better way that we could find some sort of creative solution to some of the challenges. Uh, you know, maybe it was just simply offering a suggestion mm-hmm. um, that he hadn't thought of. And so I think really it was an immaturity on my part, um, a, a lack of confidence in being able to speak to him directly. Sure. And, share with him how I felt. And, um, you know, also, I just think I lacked, um, I lacked this sort of prudence and in going to God in prayer and and seeking the wisdom from God. I think I really was just trying to figure it all out on my own. And Mm -hmm. um, it just led to a lot of 
anxiety and stress. Oh, I bet. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's tough. I, the, only, the only time I lie is when someone asks me if I know where something is, like in the, the town that I grew up in. And I have no idea how to picture that in my head. So I just say, oh, yeah, sure. But I have no idea what they're talking about. So I should probably work on that, too. I'll, I'll share that on how I've yeah. gotten better with that at, at a okay, future good. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's that's a good example. That's a good example. Um, what what advice would you give your younger self then? It sounds like you kind of already just did. But like what what advice would you give your younger self going into your first job? And please share what that first job was. Yeah, so it was it was working at this investment. Uh, okay, that was the this, um, financial services company. So not like a uh, fast food restaurant or, or like an <laughs> ice cream shop. Well, actually, I did work at Starbucks. Uh, You're right. Okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, first, first job. Um, oh, that's a good point. I didn't go back that far. <laughs> but anyway, this this job right out of undergrad, I think okay. I would tell mm-hmm. myself. Um, yeah, don't analyze everything. You mm, know? That's true. Choose your battles and know when to ask for help. It takes humility. I think at the time I was just not wanting to seem like I was so new at the job that mm-hmm. I just, you know, was sort of taking everything on and maybe mistake t- making mistakes when I could have asked other people just a, a question or for help. So I think there's just a lot of pride that comes into workplace dynamics and you really yeah. just have to have the humility to ask for help. Yeah. And, um, so I think those would be the two tips that I would mm-hmm. share with yourself. That's, that's good advice. And I think humility is, is huge. So important. Uh, Cause really, you know, I don't, I don't think anyone is expecting you to, to have all the answers when you're no. brand new no. and, and, you know, part of your identity is, is knowing who you are and, yeah. And loving that, regardless of you know whatever faults or imperfections or things you don't know, and so exercising that knowledge by being humble and and asking for help and and speaking up is is a good thing for sure. That's great advice. Definitely. Um, is is there anything you know? This is this is so great. Love having you on here. You're a tremendous person. Okay. Uh, is it, is there anything you want to promote or share? Yeah. So, you know, Thomas, we, we just finished our annual conference that we oh, had. Yes. Yeah. And so it's, it's a little early, but I want to pr- start promoting it now for next year. So mm. we've already des- decided what our theme is for next year's conference. It's actually the little way of St. Therese. Awesome. Yeah. So Love it's going to be how we can emulate her little way in every moment, including mm-hmm. the workplace. And it goes yeah. back to what you and I Boom. were talking about, about the little things, the little things really matter and mm-hmm. add up. Um, and God, God asked for our effort. He asked for us to try, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's going to be a really powerful event. Um, we had about almost 600 people at this year's conference. Oh, wow. So I think it's going to be probably around 750 people from all over the United States. Um, not only do we have young professionals, but we also have Catholic executives who serve mm. as mentors for us during the conference. Great. So for anyone listening, it's www.youngcat. Sorry, that's our, our main website, youngcatholicprofessionals.org. But then we have a conference website, okay. ycpconference.org. Okay. So you can find out about the Little Way Conference for next year. Absolutely. Yeah, go to both websites, check out everything they're doing. Um, and you said there's 28 chapters nationwide. 28. So, yeah, find out if there's a chapter near you or, or maybe reach out and see if you can start one 
in your in your city. Um, but yeah, thank you again, Jen. This has been awesome, really uplifting and insightful. And yeah, glad to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for everything you're doing. Absolutely. And everyone else, thank you for joining us. We're so grateful that you would take the time to listen. I hope that everything here has blessed you and helps you with uh, bringing God into the workplace, wherever you work. God bless. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed it. Please stay tuned for future podcasts. And for more information, please visit zenithministries.com.